0: Talking about the issues that matter to Montana statewide, this is Montana Talks with Aaron Flint.
1: Hey, we got the phone lines open for you if you got something you want to talk about here on this Tuesday morning. Happy New Year to all of our great listeners out there across Montana. Really? Well, not just across Montana, but across the country. I know especially on Tuesdays we get a lot of... uh, Listeners elsewhere across the country, some of our, our buddy John Jackson's Twitter friends uh, that, that jump in, especially here in the 8 o'clock hour of the show. He's got over 90,000 followers uh, via X or Twitter, as it used to be called, and uh, so a few of them will call in from time to time. and always makes it fun, uh, but the number for you, 406-294-0970, or you can message us on our Montana Talks app Uh, Right on John in uh, Livingston, he sent us a message uh, that I shared part of in the six o'clock hour of the program. But the other part that I didn't get to uh, was this Uh, right on. John says this morning, North Korea is threatening the U.S. with uh, with ICBMs if or with intercontinental nuclear ballistic missiles if Donald Trump gets elected again. I thought uh, Donald and Kim were getting along. Uh, did a Democrat turn Kim into a pseudo-Democrat to help them in the new election by fear of nuclear war? Uh, anyway, that was from Right On John. I, hadn't, I must have missed that story. I didn't uh, see the latest about North Korea. China, though, several headlines about China here. Let's see. Uh, DailyCaller.com. The U.S. moved to revive major World War Two era military bases in 2023 to prepare for face-off with China. Let's see. uh, The U.S. has made significant progress uh, toward reclaiming one airfield from which the U.S. launched its strategic bombers against Japan during uh, World War II. Uh, This was uh, uh, quoted in a Japanese news outlet. Uh, China's defense ministry said Thursday the Asia-Pacific should be on high alert as the U.S. expands its military footprint in the region. So that's one story there. A a lot of folks very concerned about what might take place, what China might be planning uh, here in 2024, especially given, you know, all of the other foreign policy disasters that we've seen already in just the first three years of the Biden administration. By the way, speaking of the Biden administration uh, and China, a couple other daily caller headlines that caught my eye this morning here, the Biden administration Watered down the vetting process for Chinese illegal immigrants. These are according to emails obtained by the Daily Caller News Foundation. The Biden administration drastically simplified the vetting process for Chinese illegal immigrants in April 2023, according to an internal U.S. Customs and Border Protection email obtained by the Daily Caller News Foundation. Uh, And so, uh, yes, here, here you go. Here you go, as we have concerns about a potential World War III and China and what they're planning in the South Pacific. And yet the Biden administration, which has allowed, and they've caught and released enough illegal immigrants at the border to fill more than 17 Yankee stadiums. And yet they're watering down the process for Chinese illegal aliens. It's as if the Biden administration is allowing them to invade the country.
2: Here is your Montana news. 25 state attorneys general stood up against a California gun control law co-led by our own Austin Knudsen. California passed a ban on ammunition magazines holding more than 10 rounds. A district court judge called this ban clearly unconstitutional. Of course, the West Coast state appealed the decision to the Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals. Austin Knudsen, with Idaho AG Raul Labrador, led the filing of an amicus brief supporting the district court's ruling. 23 more states joined in the brief. They uphold the Second Amendment right to bear arms by individuals to facilitate self-defense, reaffirmed by the Heller, McDonald, and Bruin cases before the Supreme Court. In a press release, the Montana AG notes there are over half a billion ammo magazines across the nation over 10 rounds and so are a common feature with firearms. That's the Montana News Minute. I'm Travis Lee.
0: Here's a look at your real weather for
2: Billings and
0: Bozeman. With sunny skies across the region for today. High temperatures will range from the upper 30s in Bozeman to the mid 40s in Billings. For tonight, clear to partly cloudy. Lows from the mid and upper teens region wide. And the outlook for Wednesday does call for a mix of clouds and sun from the mid to upper 30s for highs on wednesday wednesday nights lows in the upper teens to low 20s with partly cloudy skies this is weatherology meteorologist paul Fromble talking about the issues that matter to montana statewide this is montana talks with aaron flint
1: all right tim from savage is up and rolling with us here he said happy new year from mondakistan I actually, you might have to go back and listen to the podcast if you missed us around uh, 630 this morning, Tim, because I, I, I dropped your name around 630 or so. You know, we were talking about cigars and websites having you, you know, verify your age. And uh, and then I said, well, speaking of cigars and and I was, you know, I was telling folks about the great show that we had yesterday featuring uh, former state senator John Brendan out of Scoby and Greg Franks. You know, we were at the Summit Cigar Lounge for for the show and the full audio is now on our Montana Talks podcast. But but when I said speaking of cigars, I, I, I figured Tim and Savage was going to say, oh, are you going to talk about that Bill Clinton story? Uh, so here we go. Here's the uh, here's the latest. Of, yeah. If you, if you guys saw this headline from the New York Post the New York Post had this headline that apparently uh, Bill Clinton, former Democrat president Bill Clinton, has is apparently named like at least fifty different times in these Jeffrey Epstein uh, court documents. Uh, Here is the latest uh, from Fox News.
0: New reports say former President Bill Clinton is going to be identified as one of several John Does named in previously redacted documents related to convicted pedophile. Jeffrey Epstein, Alexandria Hoff joins now with more on this developing story. Hey Alex.
3: Hey, Griff, yeah. and Clinton is not the only big name expected to be released in this. Currently, within the hundreds of pages of sealed court filings related to Epstein, there are more than 150 individuals identified only as John or Jane Doe's, but the legal masking is about to come off. Last month, the Manhattan federal judge ruled that there is no justification to continue to have documents sealed in the settled case involving an Epstein accuser and a convicted sex offender now jailed associate Ghislaine Maxwell. The documents are expected to be unredacted and released as early as tomorrow and among those named former president bill clinton that's according to abc news which notes that the 77 year old is mentioned more than 50 times within the lengthy court text the references will likely come from attempts to have clinton testify against epstein and maxwell the ABC News report mentions that there is no indication that the records contain any evidence of illegal conduct or allegations of wrongdoing by Clinton, although the accuser in the case did claim that she met the former president on Epstein's private island. Clinton's lawyers have maintained that he ended contact with Epstein in 2005 before Epstein was accused of luring underage girls to his home in Palm Beach. ABC also notes that many of the prominent names expected to be released, like Prince Andrew, have already been publicly associated with Epstein. All
1: right, there you go. That was the latest from Fox News. Uh, how many of you want to make a bet that, uh, or make a prediction that somehow they'll still figure out a way to keep all of these names uh, silent uh, as they continue to weaponize the federal government against peaceful pro-life protesters? Uh, as they weaponize the government against their political opposition. But somehow Jeffrey Epstein's client list will still uh, remain hidden. Uh, it sounds like, though, it did I don't know if she mentioned in that report, but I think I saw it somewhere else, that they're still not planning on releasing all of the names. There's still some names that are going to be uh, redacted. All right, uh, let's uh, let's go now from talking about uh, former Democrat President uh, Bill Clinton to the current Democrat President Joe Biden. Uh, did you guys watch any any New Year's Eve specials? I tried to watch the Nashville thing for a little while, and I was like, okay, turning that one off. And yeah, then eventually we turned them all off. But uh, uh, yeah, and then I I figured you know as much as I would have liked to stay up uh, for for you know the midnight New Year. La, 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 whatever. I thought I got to start trying to get back on a normal sleep schedule here so I could be ready to roll for Tuesday morning on the show. And uh, but I heard all the fireworks. So I got to wake up. Oh, yeah, it's the new year. Uh, big deal. All right. Move on. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but it's just like, man, 2024. It's like, oh, uh, uh you know, I either want to like, you know, rewind the clock or freeze time for a little moment or just uh, speed up the clock. And get past 2024 uh, so we can get this country back on track and really get the world back on track again. The world has just been thrown into so much chaos and tumult uh, since Joe Biden and John Tester have have taken the reins in Washington, D.C. that we have. But but that's why we got to put put in the work here in 2024. That's why I'm so glad to be here uh, doing a show like this, because we have got to get this country back on track here in 2024. And I'll tell you what, Montana is is critical. Uh, to this effort Uh, montana is absolutely critical to this effort so we'll talk about that a little bit later uh but but did you guys see uh joe biden was on um who was the american idol guy i always forget his name anyway he was getting some soft serve questions during a rare interview uh during this puff oh yeah ryan seacrest he was on with ryan seacrest on the abc sunday night new year's eve programming and listen to this jill biden had to remind Joe. Joe is getting so old and forgetful that he can't even remember how much he loves ice cream.
4: I'm curious, what sorts of holiday foods have you been enjoying over the last few days?
2: Well, I've been eating everything just put in front of me. I've been pasta, which I love, yeah. eating a lot of chicken, chicken parmesan.
0: I'm going to eat all, all Italian foods, basically. And
1: ice cream. And ice cream. Chocolate chip ice cream. Yeah. Uh, by the way, what is the inflation just on ice cream alone? Yeah, she notices that Joe Biden had to remind. Him. Oh, yeah, ice cream. You like ice cream, Joe? Huh? What? You like ice cream. Okay. My goodness. My goodness. Uh, the other big story on Fox & Friends regarding Joe Biden earlier this morning is that Donald J. Trump is out polling joe biden right now with hispanic voters now you guys know donald trump ha- has had done very well with hispanics compared to typical republican presidential candidates uh in recent years uh however he is now actually outpolling joe biden when it comes to his Hispan- hispanic voters uh young people are bailing on joe biden uh black voters are bailing on joe biden uh and yeah even Even though he's allowing all these illegal aliens to come across the southern border, apparently Hispanics don't like that either.
0: Securing America. As 2023 came to a close, the U.S. Mexican border hit a migrant encounter watermark with a record shattering 302,000 encounters along the southern border. In the month of December alone, Customs and Border Patrol saying that since the new fiscal year began October 1st, there have been more than 785,000 migrants encounters. Also
4: a record. That is such an astronomically high number that it overwhelms the Border Patrol. And so the smugglers, and the cartels they know this they're coaching individuals how to get across uh that border how to alter passports if they need to so that they can be released into the country very concerning from both a public safety and national security concern chad wolf
0: former acting u.s deputy secretary of homeland security on fox and friends calling for immediate policy changes as the biden administration insists that the u.s mexican border is closed jeff manasso fox news this is Where Montana Talks Egg with Lane Nordland.
4: There has been a breakthrough in gluten research at Kansas State University where researchers have developed a wheat-based food that contains lower amounts of gluten. Now, this is a discovery that could lessen the adverse effects of celiac and other autoimmune diseases. Scientists from Kansas State, USDA's Ag Research Service, and Partnership with Kansas Wheat successfully used the gene-editing technique called CRISPR reduce the presence of two types of gluten-coating genes. Gluten is a protein found in wheat, barley, and rye, and when people with celiac disease eat gluten, their body mounts an immune response that attacks the small intestine and the small finger-like projections that help the body absorb nutrients. Researchers admit they were surprised that once the genes were edited, it reduced the immunotoxicity. However, gluten will not be completely removed from wheat as it's an important part of bread making. While the reduced gluten level achieved so far will not make it safer at this point for those with celiac disease to eat gluten products is an important step forward. Well, Brazilian-owned JBS subsidiary Swift Beef Company has been ordered to pay $275,000 in penalties to resolve alleged violations of the Federal Clean Water Act. According to the EPA... The company failed to comply with Water Act permit limits for numerous pollutants at its facility in Grand Island, Nebraska. I'm North Blind.
0: Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks
4: with Aaron
1: Flint. All right, for those of you just getting up and rolling with us here uh in the new year here for twenty twenty four on Tuesday's Montana Talks. This was uh this was something I threw out in the six o'clock hour. I'm interested in getting your take on this. You can you can send me a little one or two liner if you or more if you want, if you just want to send us a quick message on our Montana Talks app. Or you can call in right now as well four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy we 've got a guest coming up at, at seven forty but but between now and then, um, if you 've got something you want to call in, talk about, or you want to jump in on on this topic, uh, give us a ring four zero six two nine four zero nine seventy but this was just kind of the thought you know, just reading some of the headlines uh, while I was taking some time off uh, between you know Christmas and new year 's. I, this was just the, the thought that I, you know, just thought that I would I would share and get your ideas on uh, here on this Tuesday morning. Whenever the left says that they're saving something, they're actually destroying it. And obviously, the you know what what brought this topic uh, to mind is the fact that that here you go they the, the people that claim they're saving democracy are the ones that are trying to destroy not just democracy, but they're the ones that are trying to destroy our constitutional republic. Case in point, uh, let's see, who was it? Uh, Jamie Raskin. Do you guys know who Jamie Raskin is? Jamie Raskin, he's the guy who wears that do-rag on his head sometimes, and and, uh, uh, he's a Democrat congressman, and um, he is defending... These states like Colorado and Maine, uh, the Maine Secretary of State, which have tried to remove Donald J. Trump from the ballot. And uh, and so he's been defending this. This guy, Jamie Raskin, you know, because Donald Trump challenged uh, the election results in 2020, Jamie Raskin thinks that he should not be allowed to be on the ballot in 2024. Jamie Raskin, though, thinks that Jamie Raskin should be on ballots, even though Jamie Raskin denied the Bush-Cheney election in in 2000. So if Donald Trump challenges election results, he should be removed from the ballot. But if Jamie Raskin challenges election results, Jamie Raskin shouldn't be be removed from the ballot. Uh, This was on, I think, CNN's State of the Union on Sunday as Democrat Representative Jamie Raskin defends removing President Trump from the ballot.
0: I think that the urgency is for the Supreme Court to act. But um, I think it's going to be tough for some of them if they want to keep Trump on the ballot, if they're falling for the argument that this is undemocratic. I mean, is it undemocratic that Arnold Schwarzenegger and Jennifer Granholm can't run for president because they weren't born in the country? If you think about it, of all the forms of disqualification we have, the one that disqualifies people for engaging in insurrection He's the most democratic.
1: Yeah, okay, uh, but this guy is just nuts. By the way, Jamie Raskin is good buddies with Liz Cheney. And and Jamie Raskin and, and they both oh yeah, Donald Trump's bad because he challenged the election results of twenty twenty. Jamie Raskin basically said that, that Dick Cheney, Liz Cheney's father, uh, didn't win the two thousand elections. He's but it's okay for him. To be uh, to challenge election results, not okay for a Republican to do that. Uh, speaking of Liz Cheney, let's see. Charlie Kirk uh, shared a post from Donald J. Trump. Uh, Charlie Kirk shared this via X.com. Uh, he says uh, Trump makes some good points here. Uh, D- Donald J. Trump uh, shared this. Uh, Why did American disaster Liz Cheney, who suffers from Trump derangement syndrome? and was defeated for Congress by the largest margin for a sitting uh, congressman or congresswoman in the history of our country, illegally delete and destroy most of the evidence and related items from the January 6th Committee of Political Thugs and Misfits. This act of extreme sabotage makes it impossible for my lawyers to properly prepare for and present a proper defense of their client, me, All of the information on crazy Nancy Pelosi turning down 10,000 soldiers that I offered to guard the Capitol building and beyond is gone. The the ridiculous, deranged Jack Smith case on immunity, which the most respected legal minds in the country say I am fully entitled to, is now completely compromised and should be thrown out and terminated, just like the radical left lunatics did to the evidence. So he's basically saying that Liz Cheney threw out uh, the evidence uh, when it comes to January 6th. But but anyway, back to this whole idea, you know, whenever the left says they're saving something, they're actually destroying it. These were some of the examples I gave. I think you could probably come up with some more examples for us here. The left will claim they're saving transgender kids by removing body parts when in reality they're destroying these kids. They'll claim they're saving democracy by removing opposing candidates off the ballot. Just like removing body parts is saving, dem- is saving trans kids. They'll say, they'll say that we're saving democracy by removing candidates off the ballot. They'll claim they're saving black lives by removing law enforcement from predominantly black communities. And then who is the victim of increased crime? the the black folks who live in those communities, right? They'll claim they're saving Ukraine, yet they're the ones responsible for the invasion of Ukraine. Not as much as Putin, of course, but they are still responsible because of the weakness of their foreign policy. But I'm sure the list could go on. Feel free to message us on the Montana Talks app or call in if you've got more ideas to add on that front. Then we'll get John Jackson's take in the 8 o'clock hour news. I'm Chris Foster. A just landed Japan Airlines jet collides with a Japanese Coast
4: Guard plane on an airport runway in Tokyo.
5: All passengers and crew members from that plane got off safely. The crash then triggered an explosion on board the passenger plane and then a massive fire which engulfed the entire plane. Everybody was off that plane when the explosion and the fire happened. Not so lucky the Coast Guard plane. The pilot survived, but the five person crew are now reported dead. Fox's Greg Palcott.
4: The names of more than 150 people affiliated with the late sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein could be unsealed as soon as today.
5: They are coming forward as part of a 2015 civil lawsuit by Epstein accuser Virginia Guffrey which was settled in 2017. A judge though says there's no legal reason to keep a lid on this anymore.
4: Fox's Peter Doozy stocks start today and the year lower on Wall Street. America's listening to Fox News.
1: Yeah, one of the other uh, audio sound bites that caught my eye over the break, of course, I was checking out thefederalist.com. Always great coverage at thefederalist.com. Uh, before Christmas, uh, we had David Noble with us uh, on our Thursday morning, you know, woke update. And one of the stories David and I were talking about, the Thursday before Christmas, and then, of course, big thanks to David Noble for covering down uh, throughout the holidays. Does an incredible job, as always. Uh but one of the things we talked about during our woke update before Christmas is there was this headline. I can't remember if it was a Gallup survey or who it was that did this survey. But what they found is that, is that kids with conservative parents had more mental toughness. That, that basically, the, the kids with, with more kind of left-wing parents had increased mental health challenges – Now, it's not to say that the kids with, you know, that conservative parents aren't going to have kids that are going to go through tough times and have challenges. That's that's not what this report is even suggesting. But but what this report uh, shared is that kids with more liberal parents had had uh, greater mental health uh, uh, challenges uh, on this statistical basis here. Anyway, Evita uh, Duffy Alfonso is the daughter of two conservative parents uh her dad uh was congressman duffy out of wisconsin and then her mom is is rachel campos duffy who's on fox and friends on the weekend uh and uh, rachel campos duffy spoke on the rocky mountain college campus uh here in billings montana a few years ago um and you know of course she she featured uh, emily pennington and her family on fox and friends uh, weekend as well and so so anyway but uh But Evita Duffy Alfonso, the daughter of these two great uh, conservatives, uh, was on with Laura Ingram uh, on the Ingram angle on Fox uh, before Christmas, uh, I think, or maybe it was after Christmas. Anyway, caught my eye because Laura asked her about this this survey that said that, you know, that uh, uh, liberal uh, uh, – kids of liberal parents uh, have more mental illness.
3: All right, Evita, Does does this make sense to you, this survey, given
1: your own experience?
6: Oh yeah, it makes 100% sense. And the first thing I'll say is, if your parents are actively encouraging you to cut off your private parts, of course you're not going to be a well-adjusted human being. But the other thing is, there's, there's a real difference between the parenting styles of leftists and conservatives. Leftists, ironically, have a big focus on mental health and wellness in the self. Meanwhile, conservative parents tend to w- want to focus on on mental toughness, right? On discipline, on doing your chores, on having structure. The permissive parenting style that leftists promote uh, gravitate towards is actually not good for children. As the oldest of nine kids, right? The the one of the biggest things I learned growing up was that I'm not the center of the universe. It takes a lot of every, everybody working together, uh, and 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 real that you're part of a team, right, in a family, that, that actually makes you a well-adjusted human being. And the other thing is faith, right? And you saw that with the, with the video, right? There's a loss of faith among a lot of leftist parents. Uh, and they, yeah. they, they are encouraging wow. of, the, of the self, right? Whereas, you know, conservative parents have, have grounding for their children.
1: All right, there you go. Coming up after the break, the latest on the China spy balloon that came out over the break.
5: This is the Montana Economic Minute.
1: When does democracy become demagoguery? The folks
0: who sought to ratify the U.S. Constitution found they needed to add a bill of rights to get that accomplished. The fear that a majority of voters could do terrible things from time to time has been borne out by history and has helped enshrine the notion that there are some things that they should not be allowed to do. So with all that in mind, let's take a look at the business that's taken its lumps in Montana and elsewhere, the vacation rental business. It's been a disruptive business because it's been successful, using internet technology to match those with space with those who want to use it. Opening up a new use for residential housing, sparking in many places, a competition with the hotel industry. The connection between VRBOs and high housing costs occurs because they share the same driver, demand for residential space. When an increase in demand meets little bit of supply, higher prices are the result. In the case of VRBOs, it's also increased supply, which many high amenity communities in Montana have been reluctant to do. I'm Patrick Barkey.
7: Brought to you by the University
4: of Montana Bureau of Business and Economic Research.
5: Did you get a call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mail and cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov.
8: Produced at U.S. Talks expense.
0: This is where Montana talks. Montana Talks with Aaron
1: Flint. Hey, again, Happy New Year to everybody out there. Here we are, 2024, the year where we have got to get our country going back in the right direction. And we've all got to do whatever we can uh, to get our country uh, back on track here in 2024. This was one of the biggest news stories uh, for Montana in 2023. But some new information came to light. Uh, over the holidays here, uh, before the start of the new year, NBC News uh, shared this report on December twenty ninth. U.S. intelligence officials have determined that the Chinese spy balloon that flew across the U.S. earlier this year earlier this year used an American internet service provider to communicate. This is according to two current and one former U.S. official familiar with the assessment. Anyway, uh, I spotted this news over the break and thought, hey, for our first day back on the air, maybe Senator Steve Daines uh, can join us on the show to talk about this and much more. And uh, Montana Senator Daines now with us. Senator, Happy New Year to you. Thanks for being with us. Hey, Happy New Year, Aaron. Happy
7: 2024.
1: Well, we, we got to get it done. I I, I got to tell you, I I was not looking forward to this new year, given how chaotic the last three years have been. But but we this is the year we got to get the job done and get our country back on track.
7: Well, the good news, Aaron, is there's a thing called elections. And uh, Montana will have a chance to voice their opinion, their views in the 24 elections. and I mean, the entire country will be watching the state of Montana because Montana will decide who controls majority control of the United States Senate. You know, Kamala Harris has now broken more ties in the U.S. Senate than any other vice president in our nation's history. As you recall, if there's a tie vote in the U.S. Senate, the vice president casts the deciding vote. She has cast now more ties, breaking votes, breaking John Adams and John Calhoun's record. We've had 47 vice presidents here, and, Kamala Harris is now the gold medalist of most ties broken, which shows you how important one Senate vote is. If we had a Republican U.S. senator in Montana, if Tim Shee is a U.S. senator, he's voting with us. He's voting where most Montanans are. We would stop what Kamala Harris has done over the last three years, just just out of the gate, not to mention what it will be like to have a new president, have President Trump in the Oval Office, what that will mean to change the direction of this country. It's critical. Montanans know it. And 24 is going to be a big year to decide the future of this
1: nation. Yeah, in fact, uh, let's we, we can t- chat more about the China spy balloon uh, new information here in a second. But yeah, since we're talking 2024, uh, I forget what I saw. I can't remember if it was a New York Post story or a Daily Caller. But uh, you were doing an interview where you uh, kind of unveiled some new details about about how you view the 2024 uh, Senate map and how this is the best shot that that Republicans uh, have and will have for quite some time to retake control of the United States Senate. But you kind of gave some some new details as to how uh, you as the chairman of the National Republican Senatorial Committee view this map and what it's shaping into here in 2024.
7: Well, it's the best map in 10 years for Republicans. You start with your incumbents who are up for reelection. Uh, our two toughest states out of our 11 incumbents who are up for reelection 24 are Texas and Florida. Uh, when you say Texas and Florida are the two toughest states out of 11, that shows you how good our map is. In other words, we've got red states that were defending incumbents. And so the likelihood of us losing any incumbent races is low. The good news is that we've got three red states that have Democrats up for reelection. It's Joe Manchin, West Virginia. It's Sherrod Brown in Ohio and it's John Tester in Montana. In every one of those red states, Aaron, every single statewide elected official is a Republican except for Sherrod Brown in Ohio, Joe Manchin in West Virginia, and John Tester in Montana. And Joe Manchin announced his retirement here a couple of months ago. So help President Trump helped us there by endorsing his Republican opponent. And so that now is going to be a Republican pickup. That takes us to 50-50. In the U.S. Senate, we win Montana, we win control of the U.S. Senate. That's why all eyes are going to be in our state. That's why the TV commercials are already up on the air. When, over the Thanksgiving holidays, I felt like it was November of 24, not November of 23, with all the tester commercials that are up because they're scared to death because Montanans know this is our moment, our time. To reclaim control of the United States
1: Senate. Yeah, you're you're right. Uh, Liberal Senator John Tester is absolutely scared to death of Tim Sheehy. That's how I've noticed these fake Facebook commercials. The Democrats they're they're trying to concentrate their firepower attacking uh, Navy Seal veteran Tim Sheehy because they are they are scared to death of him because they see him as the candidate who can finally once and for all take out Liberal Senator John Tester. Uh, I, I pulled up a couple of the headlines that caught my eye. Yeah, yesterday there was a Daily Caller story a great map. Here's how the GOP could win back control of the Senate. And then Breitbart uh, wrote about how the GOP can score a multi-seat Senate majority by following a four-tiered plan. And, and that four-tiered plan, of course, unveiled by you. You, you mentioned uh, uh, West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin announcing that he's not going to run for re-election, which is huge news for Republicans and for conservatives. Uh, I thought it was interesting because when that news came out, you were on the radio with us either the day before or two days before, and you basically predicted that very thing because because you knew that by working with President Trump to get uh, President Trump to endorse the stronger candidate in that race, that would be what would really put it, put the fear into a Joe Manchin and prevent him from running for reelection. And I, I think that's an important story to talk about because because – uh, people got to remember that this isn't just simple checkers that you're playing here. This is chess, and and you're trying to steer uh, the U.S. Senate back into a more conservative direction. But you got you got to be smart about how you do this.
7: Well, we've got to find candidates that first you know hold our America first, strong conservative values, but also can win. Aaron, you know, winners make policy; losers go home. You've got to be able to win. You've got to be able to have an appeal across not just our strong red base, but also to independent voters. Uh, I think about Ronald Reagan was that kind of conservative leader that has an appeal over a broader spectrum of the electorate. And that's what we're looking for in terms of recruiting candidates. That's who Tim Sheehy is here in Montana. Somebody who has served their country honorably, wearing the uniform like Tim Sheehy. That's the kind of candidate that appeals towards a broader spectrum that can win the state of Montana. In West Virginia, we were close with President Trump. We got him to endorse uh, Governor Jim Justice, who we recruited into the race. Sometimes I feel like I'm a college football coach. You're, you're trying to recruit great athletes that can win on the field. We've recruited great candidates. That was the case in West Virginia, and Joe Manchin saw the writing on the wall, and he decided to retire on his terms versus ours. This is back to Reagan's peace through strength. You have a strong campaign, strong candidates. Uh, one way to get them out of a race is get them to retire, like we saw with Joe Manchin, and we will pick up the state of West Virginia. Trump won West Virginia by forty points last time. Uh it's a it's a tough state for Democrats to win in, like Montana. I mean every one of our statewide elected officials now in Montana are Republicans except
1: for John Tester. Yeah, that's right. And, and the other interesting thing is, you know, uh, uh, Tester's never been on the ballot when Trump's been on the ballot, which is probably partly why the Democrats want to keep Donald Trump off the ballot right now as well. So so that that could be huge. We've seen some demographic uh, changes here in Montana. I think Montana's grown more conservative, but we also can't take things for granted uh, and, and, and and risk it all because you're right, every single one of those tie-breaking votes by Kamala Harris was because John Tester was there backing her up uh, in allowing that to happen. I, I, I hope Montanans
7: will see that because John Tester votes with Joe Biden over 90% of the time on all those tie-breaking votes. Why was it a tie? Because John Tester was voting with Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. And you see all these commercials and I try to paint a different story, a different narrative, but every vote of consequence, Supreme Court justices, circuit court justices, the judges serve on the bench for a lifetime, the Trump tax cuts, these important energy policies, the Keystone Pipeline. Where is John Tester? Where is Steve Daines? Look at our voting records. We cancel each other out see, every time we go down to the floor of the United States Senate. And, and so this is not about John Tester, the person. This is about who, who he is as he votes as a U.S. senator who's out of step with where most Montanans are
1: to our center-right values. Well, I, I, was, I had to kind of laugh in the background when you were talking about, we were talking about tie votes and John Tester, and you know, it reminded me of the Chinese spy balloon and all these memes that people were creating, and they, they put John Tester's tie on the <laughs> China spy balloon once. And, but remember, remember how tough he started talking about the China spy balloon after the fact, after it had already crisscrossed the country, and then he was downplaying it. Uh, the, the, you know, he downplayed the China spy balloon and the, and the lack of response from the Biden administration.
7: Look, this, this, was, uh, this was, I call it, a, a Chinese trial balloon as well as a spy balloon. They were testing the resolve of the Oval Office of the Commander-in-Chief, and he flunked. Like he flunked almost every single foreign policy test, he flunked again. Aaron, I went up to Malachim Air Force Base and spent time with the leadership there at the base. We actually looked and, and traced the, the tracking of that spy balloon. This was the most deliberate attempt to fly right over our nuclear missiles, our silos They we so proud of here in Montana and then, you know, the, the Chinese claim it was a, a weather balloon that got off, off course. Well, that's completely a lie. And as you mentioned at the top uh, of our interview, NBC News has now broken a story that says this Chinese spy balloon was connected to a U.S. Internet service provider and transmitting information back to China. And it also exposed the fact that – Hold that, that thought. Hold, hold that thought, Senator.
1: we got to take a hard break here. Hold, hold that thought. We'll come back to uh, Montana Senator Steve Daines right after this hard break. Fox News Commentary.
8: New York Governor Kathy Hochul greenlights the path for a slavery reparations commission. Here we go again. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Reparations, the idea that those who were never slaves should get compensation from those who were never slave owners in the name of justice. Well, New York Governor Kathy Hochul took a page out of California's oppression handbook and assigned legislation that will allow for a slavery reparations committee to be established in the state. Similar to the one in California, this committee will study the history of slavery in New York State and give recommendations on what reparations should be paid and how much. The committee will have nine members who will be appointed over the next six months and they'll have a year to draft the report and then present it to the public. Newsflash. Taxpayers are already underwater footing the bill for illegal immigrants, and now the Democrat-controlled state government in New York wants to come up with new things for their residents to pay for? What a joke. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can watch my show Tommy Lahren is fearless at opkick.com.
1: Who is Zoe Zephyr, the radical transgender lawmaker from Missoula, Montana, who cheered on the transurrection attacking the Montana House of Representatives? Aaron Flint here with Montana Talks. That story, uh, clearly, by far, the number one story based on Montana page views for 2023. We compiled the top 23 stories for 2023 here in Montana. Go to montanatalks.com. You can see that story, the full list, and much more.
5: The call or message that mentioned Social Security that made you feel threatened or scared? That is not the Social Security Administration. Social Security will not threaten you, press you for personal information, or demand instant payment. Social Security does not accept payments by gift card, prepaid debit card, internet currency, or by mailing cash. Criminals use these forms of payment because they are hard to trace. Don't fall for it. Hang up. Ignore them. Report this criminal activity to oig.ssa.gov. Back to you from the Montana
0: Hot Spring Spas and Saunas Live Well, Feel Better Studio. Broadcasting live across the great state of Montana, this is Montana Talks. We're
1: in Flint. All right, jumping right back into it here. A few more minutes with Montana Senator Steve Daines here as we kick off the new year, kick off 2024, the year that we hopefully will get America back on track uh, here. Once again, I know Senator Steve Daines is doing everything he can from his perch at the uh, National Republican Senatorial Committee uh, to do just that because, hey, look, even if we get a President Donald J. Trump back in there, if we get a Democrat House, we get a Democrat Senate, Just, uh, man, uh, they're just going to do everything they can to keep the chaos going. Senator, yeah, this report about the China spy balloon, NBC News, reporting that an American Internet service provider basically uh, kept the thing, uh, allowed the thing to communicate. It just seems like one more example of where the Biden administration, I mean, do you think they they straight up lied to the American people?
7: It was a cover-up here, Aaron, and I'll tell you why. If you go back to what happened there in early February, Secretary of State Blinken was planning a trip to China right during that time. He's going to come about go over there about a week after that balloon came over to the United States. The Biden administration wanted to cover the whole thing up. They knew about this spy balloon four or five days before it came into the continental United States. Remember, it came across the ocean. It went up along the Aleutian Islands, then it cut across Canada, and then it, then a north-south direction, and came across Northwest Montana and across our spy, our, our uh, nuclear fields. They want to keep it quiet. They tried to cover it up. It was Larry Mayer, our own Montanas Larry Mayer, the Billings Gazette, who went out there with this camera and got a picture of it, sent it to NORAD, and blew the cover off the Biden administration's cover-up. So they wanted this thing to go away. Thank God for Montanans who saw it, reported it, exposed it, and we busted the Biden administration on this.
1: Well, and I've, I've seen a couple of different headlines here, too. I, I think the other concern this raises is just about China in general and what they're planning, what they're up to, especially as we head into 2024. We've seen how how Putin has taken advantage of a, of a weak foreign policy team uh, in this weakness in the Biden administration. Uh, you know, people are very concerned about China and a potential uh, World War III. Uh, and then tying it in with this invasion taking place on our southern border, we know that there are Chinese illegal aliens that are invading this country on our southern border right now as well and uh, the daily caller is now reporting according to um, uh, cbp emails that they've obtained that the Biden administration watered down the vetting process for chinese illegal aliens they s- specifically watered it down for chinese illegals
7: you know i was down on the southern border my last visit was my third visit i was there in october spending time with board patrol Fitch. And by the way, Aaron, you may have seen the news in the last 48 hours. The December numbers now set an all-time record. Over 300,000 apprehensions at the southern border. That's an all-time record. It's a record we should be ashamed of because of the Biden administration and Senate Democrats. But when I was down there in, on October 11th, the Border Patrol agents were showing me the countries of which they were apprehending individuals who come across the Southern border. This is not just Venezuelans and Ecuadorians and Costa Ricans. These are these are people from Yemen, from Lebanon, from Syria, from Iran, from Iraq. I physically saw three Syrians there at the apprehension uh, holding detention center there that they had picked up overnight. Three Syrian men in their mid twenties, and of course, we're seeing more and more individuals who are on the FBI terror watch list being apprehended at the southern border. But of course, this only just exacerbates the other huge problem that affects Montana, and that is the fentanyl, the meth that's flooding across our southern border because our border patrol agents don't have the resources to try to stop everything that's coming at us. And then remember something else too, Aaron. It's the Mexican cartels who have command and control over the southern border as we speak. I I spoke with three individuals who just come across the border via a translator. Each one of them told me in Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. I speak Montana, but they told me that they they were paying three to five thousand dollars each to a cartel to come across the southern border.
1: Less than a minute to go, Senator. It it seemed like before the Christmas break uh, that Republicans in Congress and in the Senate were finally uniting and and finally standing up and saying, okay, enough is enough. Uh, Joe Biden, you're not getting any more money for A, B, or C unless we secure our southern border. Will Republicans stay united and finally demand some action on our southern border?
7: Well, we have been staying united. That's the good news, Aaron. And I'm really glad to see my colleagues are standing with those of us. Who believe strongly that you've got to absolutely secure the southern board as the first priority. Until you do that, there's really nothing else to talk about. And I'm proud of uh, of Senator Langford and others who are trying to negotiate a deal. Here's the problem, Aaron. It's like we're representing two different countries. This shouldn't. This isn't a time for a bipartisan compromise on the southern border. This is about stopping a national security threat. That is, that is literally increasing the risk of terrorism across this country every day. A frog in boiling water
0: and it'll jump right out. But put a frog in cool water and slowly heat it up, that frog will boil. As veterans, we tell ourselves the lie that we can handle anything. We let the water boil. You are not a frog. If you or a veteran you know need support, don't wait. Reach out. Find resources at va.gov slash reach. That's va.gov slash reach. Brought to you by the United States Department of Veterans Affairs and the Ad Council.